0: What is up my people? Uh, I wanna share with you a funny story about the day I actually flunked out of college and how that experience actually built me to be even stronger and to show up even better. We aren't like other MLMers who have to beg, bug, and chase friends to join a business. And we aren't desperate enough to turn our news feed into a billboard just to make a quick buck. In this podcast, you're going to see how real marketers like you and I build a profitable business inside MLM without all the fake it till you make it bullshit. My name is Trey Bear, and you're listening to MLM Misfits Podcast. All right, my friends, I've got an interesting story I want to talk to you about today. I don't think I've ever even shared this before, but I truly believe, and what I think you should get out of this episode is that your experiences, whether good or bad, are going to shape you into the person that you want to become, and if you don't share those stories, um, I I don't know, I I just feel like everyone needs to hear a little glimpse of your background, and and you know what, maybe after you hear this, you'll be like, you know what, that Trey Bear guy, he's not so much of a douchebag after all, (laughs) let's see, so... Guys, when I, when I grew up in um, upstate New York, I had a very small group of friends. I've told you this before. You know, I didn't have a massive network. I graduated 27 people in my graduating class. And when I was in high school, you know, I had strict parents. Um, loved me like crazy. They weren't like mean or anything, but... You know, they were just very protective and I get that as a parent now, you know, like, I don't, I want to make sure that Jax has fun. He gets to experience his his high school years and same thing with my daughter. But, you know, I want to make sure that they're, they're not. Getting in the like they're not in trouble. They're not get, or they're not getting hurt. And they're sure they're getting into trouble, but I want to make sure that they're not getting hurt. And so, like, for example, when when it was the middle of the winter and it's freezing up here in New York and we're getting snowstorms, like, I want to go see my girlfriend, I want to go hang out with my friends. And my parents be like, No, you're not going to do that. And I'm like, Oh, my parents suck. Now I get it because it's like, you know, they were just protective. They want to make sure that I was safe. And uh, now as that I'm a parent, I get that, right? And and I told him, like I always told him like i 'll never be the par- the strict parents that you are, and now i 'm like oh no, no i 'm going to be the, I'm gonna be the same exact dad that my dad was <laughs> to me um and so when I went to college like i it was like a whole new experience of freedom to me because I didn't get to go out and, and drink and hang out with my friends in, in, in high school or anything like that. I when I my routine was I'm gonna go to school, see my friends there. Sure we might hang out afterwards, but I was involved in the sports because that's where I got to hang out with my friends a lot. And uh and then after that I'd go to the, the gym and I'd work out there because that meant I didn't have to go home and not and just stare at the walls all all night. Um, that was like my my release. And so when I went to college I didn't have parents telling me you had, here's your curfew. You have to be home at this time. You can't go hang out with friends. You can't do this. Like it was insane. Now also that freedom plus being able to drink. I didn't drink in high school. I think I went to one party uh, and that was after I graduated high school. Like I, I, I didn't, I was, I was an athlete and my dad was the coach and you know, it wouldn't really look good if the son's coach was out boozing. It wouldn't be a, you know, we lived in a small town and word would get out. And so when I went to college, it was oh my god! I am going to rage face. I'm going to meet girls. I'm going to just. I'm gonna not gonna. I'm gonna come home late. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do, and that's what I did. And for I remember like when I would have to come home on like uh, on holiday. We like we. I was miserable because I didn't have that that freedom that I used to have, like in college. And so when I go back after holiday, I get to go and, uh, and go back to college. Like it was right back at it, booze hound, drinking, having fun. And I was also on the the soccer team. And so you can probably imagine as a freshman and as a starter, um, you can probably imagine like what my what my college days was looking like until it came to the point where I wasn't going to school. I was more more focused on drinking six days out of the seven. And I'm not just saying like a couple of drinks. I mean like blacked out, wasted, can't feel my ass with both hands. If you paid me to, like I was, it was an experience. It was a college is an expensive party. I can tell you that. But after a couple of years of doing that and not going to class and to drinking my face off, sure I gained some weight. But the bigger problem that I had was I flunked out of college. I flunked out. I remember calling my dad and being like, "Dad, they just posted the grades." And, uh, I think I had like a one seven and I needed a two, a 2.0. And, um, he's like, well, guess, you know what you're going to do. And I thought like, yeah, I'm going to stay up here in my college town. And, uh, then I went to hang up with my friends and this is gonna be awesome. Right? Nope. It was come home, get a job and pay your damn bills. And that's what you're going to do. If you're not going to be in college, you're going to get a job. And it broke me. Um, I, like I remember, being at home and just thinking like my life is over i'm losing all my friends i don't get to see anybody at college there goes my freedom am um, i wasn't even 21 at the time guys like i couldn't drink i couldn't do anything because i was living with my parents now and i had to go find a job and i remember the job that i landed was um i was stacking wood and I mean, it got me jacked. That was a cool thing, but like miserable. I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning, going to stack a bunch of heavy wood until about four o'clock uh, in the evening. And, uh, and that, uh, that sucked, but that was a huge eye-opener for me. And luckily, I convinced my dad to be able to go back up to the college town and work two jobs there. So it allowed me to get a little bit more freedom, but that wasn't the, that wasn't the point. The point was like, dude, I fucked up. Dude, this sucks. If I want to get my life back on track, if I want to get going, if I want to just hang out with my friends, I need to get back to college. And so I remember I had to take an entire year off for the two semesters, take an entire year off and then write back to the dean why I will, you know, get my life under control and I'll have good grades and I'll actually graduate and I'll be, you know, the the good college student that I'm supposed to be. Well, when I did that and I got approved, it was like, okay. I'm never going to let that experience happen to me ever again. And so when I showed up, when I went back to uh, college, I stopped drinking. Uh, not completely, but it wasn't six out of the seven weeks. I made sure that it was like, hey, Thursday nights, you can have a couple of drinks. Friday and Saturday, unwind, man, and give it hell. But my nose was in the books and the library all throughout the day. In fact, I remember I would you know pack my lunch and I would go when I wasn't in class. I was in the library and I was doing my homework, which was a completely different tray uh, from the first two years of being in college. And um, you know that didn't just carry over into my work in my academies, but it also showed up in my my workout routine. You know, again, I would be at practice as a soccer. I got back on the soccer team again. I was starting and. That was my senior year, and I was going to show up a lot differently. I I took that experience of failing in college and being miserable, and I said, "I'm going to put that into how I show up on the field as well." And so I was kicking ass there as well uh, on the soccer field, and and uh, and that was really cool because you know that work ethic that I, I had came from me dropping out of college and realizing, like, holy shit, I really had a good thing going there, and if if I want to get my my shit together if I want to, if I want to hang out my friends, if I want to have the freedom, if I want to have the lifestyle that I really want, I need to work, man. Like I got to pay the price, I got to pay the toll. If that's something that I truly want, and so you know, if I wanted to kick ass in the soccer field, I had to be in practice. I had to treat every practice like it was a goddamn soccer game. Um, I had to work out afterwards because you know, if I wanted to mow down these bigger people. You know, I'm only like 5'10", guys. I'm not a big guy. But if I want to pull people off the ball, I got to put on some weight and knock them off their ass. And so that's what I did. I would go to practice. I'd treat every practice like it was a game. I would work out afterwards. Um, I would stop drinking. And I would take my um, my sport, I'll, I'll take soccer a lot seriously. And I'd take my academics a lot seriously. And because of that, that experience right there alone taught me um, the lessons that I need. And I think that that experience absolutely carried into my network marketing business and how I show up every single day. And and so what I'm saying is number one is that your experiences will absolutely, whether they're good or bad, will shape you and you can take them into whatever situation that you want. Sure, I could have flunked out of college and been like, well, fuck it. Guess I'm gonna live at home with my parents for the rest of my life. I guess I'm gonna work in upstate New York and I'm not gonna be able to, you know, really fulfill the things that I want to do in life. Or Or I can take that experience and say, you know what, fuck this, I don't want that lifestyle. I don't live with my parents. I don't want to be a college flunk. I want to be a college graduate. I want to get a good job. Um, and I want to be able to, to have the lifestyle I want, even though that back then it was just hang up with my friends. But carry that over into my life now, it's the same exact thing. If I want the lifestyle of freedom, I've got to work my ass off, right? There are going to be tough times. And I can look at those tough times and was like, is this going to make me and shape me? Or is it going to allow me to fail? And is it going to allow me to say, fuck it and give up? And so what I ask of you is to think of all of your experiences that you've had and have they shaped you to the person that you've become today? Most likely, yes. Are you going through something right now that you're like, this sucks, My friend, you are facing that challenge right now and the suck that you're going through right now because you can look at it as, am I going to move forward or am I going to move on with this, right? Am I going to look at it as a failure? I don't look at things as failures anymore. The things that have happened in my life and in my business happened for a reason. And this is, in my my opinion, I think it's the universe saying like, no, 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 here's what you're meant to do. Here's where you're meant to go. This is the direction I need you to go because there's a bigger impact out there for you. There's more money to make. There's more fulfillment that you're going to need and at the moment if, even if you're going through the suck right now, I'm sure it blows. I'm sure it's not fun that you're dealing with it, but you're going through it for a reason. And you can look at it as a lesson that's gonna help you get to and become the person that you want to be. So I share that with my friend because whatever you're going through, you're going through it for a reason. Just see how you want to adapt and how you want to adjust. And you can either decide this is fucking sucks and I'm, I'm a failure, or you can look at it as I'm going to uh, move forward, move on, and it's gonna excel me to the person I want to become. I love you. And I'll see you in the next episode. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Episode of MLM Misfits Podcast. And listen, it's no secret that MLM is changing. The whole game of network marketing is changing and for the good. And I don't want you to miss it. So listen, I'm running this live webinar where I'm going to teach you how to recruit rock stars in your downline on autopilot without having to send any prospecting messages and without having to sacrifice your life for menial success. If you want access to that webinar, I want you to go to marketlikeamisfit.com and get your spot registered. I will see you there over at misfit.com. Peace.